0: Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyonghwagyong. Pyonghwagyong, Book 8. The Reunification of Korea and World Peace You have to be able to deny yourself and live for the nation. No matter what kind of difficult situation you find yourself in, You have to be people who can fight and overcome it, fulfilling the hope your father has for you. This is what you have to do to be called God's true sons and daughters. So what kind of person can build God's nation? It is someone who can deny him or herself and value heaven with an aching heart. Someone who denies him or herself and lives for the sake of society and the people, for the sake of the nation and the world. That person can build God's nation. Going one step further, the person who lives for the sake of heaven, even if it means he or she has to deny the nation and the world, can build the kingdom of heaven. The person who can build God's nation is a person who feels sorrow over society and the nation, over the world and even over heaven, rather than sorrow over him or herself, no matter what sorrowful and painful situation he or she encounters. Not only that, you must be victorious in the struggle with Satan during the course of establishing God's nation and achieving his purpose. Then, starting from the individual, you need to unite the family, society, people, nation, and world into one. In other words, you have to be able to fight and win over Satan no matter what situation you find yourself in. You have to fight and win over Satan in any environment that society presents you. You have to step forward, take responsibility for that nation's worst problem, and fight and win over Satan's forces. Do you think that Satan, who has resisted God for 6,000 years, is just going to quietly say, That's enough. I've had it. I think I'll just give up. And lower his eyes and slink away? No, he will not leave us alone. He will scrutinize us, even as we might carefully inspect a lowly washcloth, turning it over and over before throwing it out. What I'm saying is that Satan will not give up and go away just like that. This is why he keeps putting up such a stubborn fight. To fight Satan successfully, we have to unite with the center. Even I, Reverend Moon of the Unification Church will be discarded the day I deviate from the center. If the direction isn't right, we can't make any real progress. The reason we seek the heavenly nation is to be able to find the world, and the reason we seek the world is for the sake of the spirit world. After we do that, what is next? Then we attend our heavenly parent on his return to the earth. We will stand in our positions and, with all nations attending God assembled on either side, We will march forward with him to dedicate and offer him the glory of victory. Your mission as a member of the Unification Church calls you to engage in this struggle. Even if our shoes wear out and we go barefoot, we have to march forward to build the eternal homeland. Can we save this nation if we eat our fill and only offer leftovers? Can you spend your energy worrying about what you wear, what you'll eat, how you'll get along? We have to clear the path. And pioneer the way with our bare feet and bare hands. This is what we do in the Unification Church. Are you brave, courageous warriors, heroes who can step forward with the establishment of the homeland? Or are you impeding it? When we say yongsa, hero, we mean those who can represent the nation and accomplish things that other people cannot. We do not call just anyone a hero. Other people are mere soldiers. A hero is someone who succeeds when his or her comrades can't do the job, and have to retreat. The Chinese character Yong means swift, quick. A hero has to run faster than anyone else, even able to virtually dodge bullets. We can't use the word hero for someone who does what just anyone can do. The foundation to achieve the independence of our homeland. Who can be the hero that stands in the vanguard to pioneer the building of that nation? And where can that nation be established If you want to establish a nation, you need sovereignty, people, and land. Then looking at the challenges centering on the heavenly kingdom, what sites can fulfill the role of the land? They can only be church properties, right? Next, who are the people, the citizens of the kingdom of heaven? They are the congregation, the members. Then who are the public servants? You are. You are the representatives of the village head. The representatives of the tribal head, the representatives of the county head, and the representatives of the provincial governor. Have you become such central figures, such subject partners? When someone attacks with a bomb from Satan's world, you have to be the first in the line of fire. Do you feel you can do that? When you have money, even if it is only a penny, you must use it to develop the church. You need to use it to expand the domain of the nation and to bring the people together. A church director is the representative of the ruler. He or she represents the village chief. He or she stands as a father or mother. You have to establish this kind of tradition and philosophy. We ourselves don't have anything. What kind of nation are we going to establish here in Korea? When we start distributing goods in the north and communicating with them, is our intention to set up a communist nation, to keep going as the Republic of Korea, or to pursue a new nation that is neither of these? As we consider these things, we can feel that our time is approaching. If you are unificationists who have to keep things steady and take responsibility for all this, how deep is your sense of responsibility? How much are you willing to sacrifice for it? Do you have the confidence? We will need to go up north, cross over the 38th parallel, and prepare our foundations in the towns and counties of the north's nine provinces. At this time, when we are short of people, you have to think about who is going to be responsible for Zhengju up in the north. Are you willing to invest all your effort and prepare for 10 or 20 years so that you will be able to take responsibility for the Jeongju area? If you can't accomplish it, then when you die, you need to instruct your descendants to study hard, train hard, prepare hard, and take responsibility to represent heaven in Jeongju. This is what I have been thinking about and preparing for up to this day. Thinking of this, is it okay for young men just to return to their hometowns, smiling and chuckling? with their wives and kids in tow? Is that okay or not? You've got to resolve that you will first dedicate your life to establish Heaven's Nation and only after that, go to your hometown. You must resolve that you will first dedicate your life to build Heaven's Nation for your children and then go to your hometown. I'm telling you that for things to go right, you've got to make a new determination. You must resolve. I will go up there to the Russian and Manchurian frontiers and lock horns with the Communist Party. In the midst of gunshots day and night, I'll take responsibility. I'll be a sentry for the border detachment. Even if my country doesn't know, even if no one knows, even if I have to give my life in the process, my heart and loyalty for the heavenly nation will not change. This is exactly what we need. It doesn't matter if the world ignores you. Everything will be revealed when you get to the spirit world. This is how the universe is set up. To have the proper perspective, you have to understand that we are short of people. We need more people. Even if some scraggly old scarecrow of a man joins us, we can set him up with a trumpet to proclaim the truth. Or we can construct some robots and have them go around the north blowing on trumpets. This is what I wish I could do. And this is what God would like to do. It just doesn't make sense to lament that you can't teach the principle when you were born as a person with a mouth and with feelings and with the mind and body that is 20 or 30 years old. You have to study hard, even if you get so little sleep that your eyeballs fester and sting. You have to prepare for teaching, even if you are so hungry that you are only skin and bones. Ultimately, that haggard, skinny bag of bones will be thoroughly capable of receiving the love of heaven. What I am saying is, God wants to place all his expectations on you, even though you might be meager and frail. Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on The Course of Life for the Princes and Princesses of God. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit Godable.org. Thank you.